Hey friends, I know it's been a long time. I wanted to make this podcast before I start thinking too much about next school year. Um, I still have a month of summer vacation. I know some of you don't, um, but I still do, so I'm lucky that way. I wanted to make a podcast episode reflecting on the 2020-21 school year and talking about the idea of connection through chaos. Um, So as I have shared with you very openly previously on episodes, um, I really, really struggled this past school year um, from crying through my first week to, you know, being hybrid with asynchronous online learners to being virtual for like 11 weeks to being back to hybrid but doing synchronous learning for online learners to being five days a week in person to doubling my planning load like I went through it all this year, and quite honestly, I there were many points where I thought I was going, I was losing my mind, um, my anxiety, my depression, all of those things just were exasperated, and I spent a lot of days just like on the weekends in bed doing nothing, um, but that's what I needed, and I'm finally feeling a little bit better, feeling a little more rested after summer has you know had some time to sink in. I'll be honest, first couple weeks of summer, I was like napping every day and sleeping ten hours at night. Um, I think my body just like released this whoosh of like, okay, we can actually rest for now. Um, and I'm starting to think about next year and I'm starting to get excited about planning. And so I really wanted to take some time to reflect on the good parts of the 2020-21 school year, um, even though it was such a crazy year. To be quite honest, I feel like I had the best connection I've ever had with a lot of my students from this past school year. The hybrid classes, when we were doing that um, two times throughout the year, we only had between like eight and like 12 kids in a class. And we were able to connect so deeply. And I definitely took more time in my classes to use Um, English to connect with students and kind of like check in with them and focus on the SEL um, before diving into our content-based lessons. Honestly, my goal this year was to like make students feel safe and comfortable um, and also bonus if they acquired even more Spanish. I wanted them to maintain the Spanish they had and I was honestly blown away by the end of the year about what my students could do and I think part of that is because we had a safe space So their effective filters were lower, so they were able to acquire more language, even though my lessons weren't as great. And um, I took things slow. I did more repetition. I took things slow, partially because I was overwhelmed and creating, like, new content more frequently or, like, learning new content to teach them was too much for me. So I would kind of recycle, reuse in different ways. Um... And I'm so proud about how, how they ended up doing at the end of the year. So first and foremost, my students ate lunch in my classroom. So my homeroom, I got really, really close to my eighth graders. I like, this is the first year in many years that I have cried about and felt really down about saying goodbye to an eighth grade group. Normally by the time they're ready to go, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to miss you guys, but like, bye, (laughs) we're all ready for you to leave. And this year we were just such an incredible close knit family. We had so many inside jokes. Um, we, it just, I don't even know. My heart is still exploding from how, 
how wonderful that felt. So one thing I'm going to take into next year for sure is taking that time in English to build those connections and establish relationships and, and kind of have a, hey, we're going to take, you know, five minutes at the beginning or maybe at the end of class, depending on the day and what we have planned. Um, and we're just going to connect. We're going to chit chat. We're going to relate to each other. I, because of the like political and um, controversial like things that were happening over the past year from last summer and to the end of this year, um, there were a lot of times I had to kind of take some time to stomp on rude and hurtful comments that students were making and explain to them why they were rude and hurtful. And I had to clarify some racist comments and ideas and thought processes. But I think through that, through those hard moments, through those hard conversations, that made us even closer. Because at the end of the day, all the students knew that I had their backs, that I would stand up for them, that I would be there for them. And so continuing to show the support, especially for the marginalized students in my classroom, whether it's through a subtle sign on my desk that says all are welcome here painted in rainbow colors, or um, the lessons that I choose to teach, the representation, the inclusion. Um, I think that that is something I'm definitely going to take with me going forward. I also, I also feel like I I loosened up my expectations for myself this past year, and I for sure want to keep that. I have tendencies to be a little perfectionistic, not necessarily with, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I am, but I'm not. And I, I wanted to take, this past year, I was so burnt out, even from, like, day one, that, like, I, there was no way to hold myself to any sort of standards. Um... And not that I don't want to have standards for myself. Obviously, I already have goals and things that I want to work on for this next year to improve in my classroom. But just to like, like one day where things like bomb and don't go right, like whatever, it is what it is, not going to hurt anyone. Um, you know, as long as you're doing things with love and kindness, like if a lesson fails, if the students don't listen for a day, like just let it go. Prioritize maintaining the relationships with students over like arguing with them or trying to put them quote unquote in their place because they're acting up or whatever. Maybe you do a different activity. Maybe you pivot. Maybe you just go and bail out to Gimkit. Maybe you read. Maybe you draw pictures. Like there were a lot of times this past year that like I wasn't into my lesson or the students weren't into the lesson and like maybe they would say something like an off-topic comment and I would just go with it and we would just go and if I could if I could go on those flexible branches and make those pivots, especially using the target language, just let it happen from time to time. Obviously, we don't want them to derail everything we do because we have goals for them um, and for their proficiency and their ability to read, write, listen, and speak. But just taking taking their interests, running with them from time to time, um, bailing out to things. It's not like the students are winning if you don't end up getting your lesson done. Like, Sometimes it's healthier for us to bail out to something than to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Like, if I'm having to fight my students to do my lesson, like, they're not going to acquire a lot anyway. So these are some of the things that I, I took from this year um, that I want to take into next year. Prioritizing connection, um, going with the flow a little bit more, holding myself to lower standards, continuing to repeat content. Um, I did a ton more scaffolding with... Um, with their assessments and especially with like writing and I 
I learned some things the hard way. I learned that maybe I was giving them too many scaffolds at some points too, and that I needed to pull that away from them. And, and so it was definitely a learning year for everyone and hopefully a year that none of us will ever have to repeat again. But if we do, we will be better equipped for it. Um, I'm also going to take Desmos into next year. So if you didn't play with that at all, um, I highly recommend checking out the Facebook group Desmos for language teachers. Um, and it's way better than like Google Slides and Google Classroom and whatever, in my opinion. And so I'm definitely going to take that into next year. And I'm actually looking forward to this next school year, hopefully being a little more normal. Um, and let's do this thing. I'm probably going to make another episode here soon about some of my goals that I'm setting for next school year and some different things I'm going to focus on and how I'm going to implement them um, and some of my thought processes behind it. But if you have any great things that you took away from this past school year, I would love to hear from you on Instagram at Preaching to Acquire, um, on my Facebook Preaching to Acquire page, on um, Twitter at Caitlin Leppert. Um, let me know. Let me know what, what you're going to take from this past school year into next year. Um, and let me know what your goals are for next school year too. And we'll, maybe we can make a podcast episode talking about goals in the future. So here's to the official end as I sign off of this podcast of the 2020-2021 school year. Thank you for the lessons. And I hope I never see you again.